Hello, real world. I'm Emily. And I'm Carol. And in this podcast, we talk about our journey as two 21-year-olds navigating the tech scene, school, relationships, and making it through the real world. Hello. Hi. <laughs> um, welcome back. <laughs> How have you been? Um, I've been doing pretty well recently. Um, it was really busy with I was really busy with school and recruiting, but yeah. that lined up a lot in the last week. So I've been doing good. Mm-hmm. I'm get I'm getting a little bit sick, I think, but mm-hmm. I'm I believe mm-hmm. in my immune system to yeah. recover. Yeah. How have you been? <laughs> I mean, it, it hasn't been a ama- like a great time recently, but I think it's definitely like a learning period for me. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out a lot of stuff right now, but we can talk about that in a future episode, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. For um, today, for today, we're gonna be talking about friendships, mm-hmm. which is a huge thing in my life and probably yours too uh-huh. that it's probably not talked of, like not talked about nearly as much as romantic relationships but mm-hmm. plays a i would say like larger part in a lot of people's lives especially at our age mm-hmm. compared to romantic relationships yeah in this episode we'll be sharing a bit about how we see friendship and how that fits into our lives um things that we've done to make friends in the past, continue to maintain them, um, and maybe instances where we've had to let friendships go or um, learn from how friendships evolve. But I guess to start off the conversation, how would you define a friend compared to, I guess, just like someone that, like a connection, like a networking connection, for example? <laughs> uh-huh. I think there there definitely are like multiple levels of friends, you know, mm-hmm. like your best friends, your close friends, and then I think the line between like acquaintance and friend mm, is probably the blurriest. <laughs> no, network. Um, hmm. I think I would consider some my someone my friend if based on maybe like frequency, like if I've you know like met them or interacted them mm-hmm. with them at least a few times, mm-hmm. and I would feel comfortable maybe messaging them. Or reaching out to them about anything, whether that's like to hang out or to ask them a question. Mm-hmm. If I can comfortably do that, I think I would consider them a friend. Yeah. What about you? Mm. Yeah, I think in the past I used to use it very loosely. Like I would just think that everyone was my friend. Oh. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Or I used to believe that you could also be friends with anyone. Uh-huh. But I think as I've gotten older, I it's been more clear like who are like real friends and Mm -hmm. who are just acquaintances yeah and usually that's like when I am experiencing something good or bad like who comes to mind as someone I would like want to share that with Mm -hmm. or who I would like want to lean on in tough times or who can I trust with certain information I guess like I've found that there are certain people that I tend to reach out to more Mm -hmm. and like I just naturally put more effort into those relationships and I realized, like, that's maybe the distinction between the, an acquaintance and, like, a good mm, friend. I see. Yeah. So now it's no longer about 
So it's about how much you like trust and value them rather yeah. than you know like how often you might talk to them or see yeah, them. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Yeah, I think. Hmm. Yeah, I guess for me, I think there's definitely a group of people that I can think of that you know like I just see them a lot or interact with them a lot. So mm-hmm. I guess I consider them my friend, but I wouldn't put them in my like. I don't want to say, like, real friends group, but <laughs> I guess yeah. in a way, like, they're not, like, a real friend, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think, like, the point about, like, there needs to be some level of trust, and mm-hmm. I guess what other elements do you think are essential for it, for someone to be, like, a real friend? Mm. I guess, like, whenever I spend time with that person, like, how well I can connect with them, mm-hmm. or, like, how much I enjoy spending time yeah. with them. Yeah um because there are people that I don't I think talk to as much maybe because we don't live close to each other or we're not in the same school but whenever we do reconnect I still feel like like it hasn't been that long (laughs) yeah exactly and that's like also usually an indicator that they're still a close friend Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah. so like depth of connection yeah I think depth of connection is a big thing for me Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah and I think having I think there's like people that sometimes or like after spending time with someone you want to feel like positive like net Mm. positive or like you want to feel better rather than like more drained or tired yeah I think that's a good indicator as well I think that's a that's a huge thing for me I think similar to what you were saying before like when I was younger I used to like base a lot off of frequency Mm -hmm. like mainly off of frequency I'd say like if I saw this person a lot then they were my closest friend but mm-hmm. then I think yeah as I've gotten older I've realized that there are people that like maybe I spend a lot of time with them but I don't feel my best when mm-hmm. I'm around them versus other people who like I maybe see once like every quarter but every time we spend time together I always like come out of that conversation feeling like really energized and inspired mm-hmm. and that has also I think taught me a lot about like maybe the types of people I like just click better with mm-hmm. or like friendships that are more just situational yeah. like they're just because I don't know because first based on the circumstance you spend a lot of time together but if not for those circumstances we might not actually be friends mm-hmm. yeah I think circumstantial friends are a pretty big thing we're like realizing that distinction I think also yeah. helps a lot with having a better understanding of maybe who like your real friends are and who are <laughs> friends out of like mm-hmm. convenience in a way yeah there's not really an issue with, you know, friends yeah. that are friends out of convenience, but I think yeah. it is important to recognize it. So you don't, I think there's been times in the past where I put more value on those friends than maybe mm-hmm. I should have, mm-hmm. but because I didn't realize that, oh, maybe we're only friends because we like see each other at school every day. But mm. once you take that like common, you know, denominator away, yeah. like would I still talk to them? Would they still talk to me? So that was, yeah, that's, like, a interesting thing. Sometimes I think about, like, oh, like, am I, would I be friends with this person if I met them in a different, under a different situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think related to that, I think one thing that people talk about a lot in the context of, like, romantic situations is, like, what are things you look for in a partner? But I think the <laughs> same question is also pretty important when thinking about friendships. Like, what are things you look for in a friend? Or like maybe what are three things yeah what are three things that you would look for when evaluating if someone would make a good friend Mm. I think the first thing is just how comfortable I feel around them Mm -hmm. I think 
for some reason it's hard to like say certain traits because it just depends on the vibe like you just have to talk to them or something to see uh-huh. how it is but some people I just feel a lot more comfortable talking to and mm-hmm. sharing information with and other people I don't and sometimes it is based off of like common interests but sometimes it isn't like sometimes mm-hmm. it's like more personality based I guess like we have a similar personality or uh, maybe like they are more reserved and I'm more outgoing but then for some reason I just feel more safe around them mm-hmm. so the first thing I guess would be like how comfortable or like safe I feel with mm-hmm. them because um, I think without that like I just would not be able to open up mm-hmm. the same way that I do with my close friends mm-hmm. um I guess the second thing I already mentioned, but just having like common interests is like the a very surface level thing that helps build friendships a lot of the time is like if you have similar hobbies or you like the same things, then that gets the conversation going in the beginning. So that helps with building the friendship. I guess like the third thing is something that I can only determine over time, mm-hmm. but it's like how much I can, I guess, trust this person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess like that you can't really tell in the beginning, but Mm -hmm. based off of experiences with them, like, are they someone that I feel like are adding like a net positive to my Mm -hmm. life? Like they are supportive when I need them or like, are they there for me? Um, which are things that again, like, I guess you only figure out like as you become closer with them. Mm But that definitely brings it to, like, another level, I guess, of, like, a deeper connection for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think your point... So, I guess, would you say the first two th- are things that you would be able to, like, notice right yeah. away? But then the third one would be, like, something you gotta you would evaluate over time? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Can I add a fourth thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if this ties into the third one, because I briefly... Actually, I don't think it does. But we talked about, like, energy mm-hmm. or, like, how how you feel, you feel after. after. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also a big thing is, like, um, no matter, like, how similar or different we are, like, do I actually feel positive around this person or happy or mm-hmm. inspired? Um, or do I feel, like, incompetent or mm-hmm. intimidated? Yeah, like, belittled. Mm-hmm. I think... That is also something that, like, sometimes you don't figure out until you uh, spend more time with someone. Uh Uh-huh. You can see it up front sometimes, but other times it might, like, show up, I think, later Mm -hmm. in the relationship. Just because people, like, evolve and, like, sometimes maybe, I don't know, you end up going to different fields or something. And then in certain places, you feel like they don't, you guys just don't understand each other as Mm -hmm. well as before. But, yeah, that's also a really big thing, I think. Mm-hmm. That I, I I think the last one, the fourth factor, is something that I did not like realize at all when I was younger. Oh. Yeah. So like you would sometimes feel maybe like you would feel worse about yourself after hanging out with someone, but you wouldn't necessarily think it was like because yeah. of that person. Like would you think it was like your own problem? Yeah, I thought I think because in high school and before then, because of how like unconfident I was compared to now, like I just thought if I felt incompetent talking to someone, mm-hmm. like, that's my fault because I'm incompetent. Uh-huh. Oh. Like, I'm not... Maybe, like, they just know a lot more about this. Uh-huh. Or like, that's how they made me feel about yeah. certain things. But now I'm realizing, like, 
you can know like they can know more about a certain subject but still not make me feel like I'm Mm -hmm. incompetent Mm -hmm. yeah that's how I would describe it yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense I guess yeah for I think my three Mm. things I would look for in a friend I think like their character or like integrity of character is still something I value quite a bit Mm. um like how good of a person they are like how Mm. similar are their values I think I do have friends where maybe it different like our values differ a little bit and you know I'm still friends with them but I think it does put up like I don't know there is like a little bit of a I don't want to say like judgment but I feel like there are sometimes things that they would do that I would be like hmm I don't know how I feel about this like does this mm. impact how I think about this person um, um so generally yeah I still I think I still do care about their character overall um and then I think the other things are very similar to what you said like how comfortable am I with them like how how easily can I be my like authentic self do Mm. I have to try and be someone or like put an extra effort to like keep the conversation going or appear a certain way yeah and then I think the third thing would be um like are they I think how much they value friendship as well I think it's something I've noticed Mm has become increasingly important as we get older because you know as we become busier with our own lives uh, it's pretty hard to maintain a lot of friendships and I think the ones that are most easily or the ones that last the longest are ones where you know there's equal both sides both parties value the other person and the friendship Mm -hmm. equally and it can't just be one-sided so people who care about friendship and intentionally put in like the time and energy to like reach out and maintain them and be there when you need mm-hmm. I think are, are great are great people to be I guess to have friendships that you know are going to last and mm-hmm. not going to be like a friend that you might only like be friends with for like a couple months and then you never see them again mm-hmm. so I think those are probably my main things and then I guess maybe kind of tied kind of related to the third one is like also like are they can I count on them mm-hmm. to be there for me um yeah, I think those are probably the main things. So I guess for your three traits, like two of them seem to be more so things that you find after having a longer relationship with them, like determining like how good of a person they are and also uh-huh. like the trust or like how well you can count on them or um, how much effort they put into the friendship. Yeah, I think I think the first one, like, their character as a person I think sometimes just like from small things you can tell Mm -hmm. I guess it's like a pretty wide net of like what I would count as like a like generally good person so as long as they don't have as long as there's no like huge red flags Mm -hmm. of things they do uh, they do then I think that's fine so usually like I think you can still tell that in the first Mm -hmm. couple of times you meet someone how much I think the other one was like how second thing was like how easily or how comfortable I am I think that's also something you can tell right away yeah and then, yeah, the third one about, like, how much they value friendship, I think that, yeah, I think that's something that would take time, and I guess maybe not necessarily, like, an indicator of, like, whether or not I would be friends with someone, but maybe more so of an indicator of how long or how strong is this friendship mm. going to be. Oh, I see. I guess there is the thing of like short-term friends versus mm-hmm. long-term friends. Yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah, I actually have a lot of thoughts about this. <laughs> that. I think 
I didn't realize. I think when I was younger, I thought all friends had to be long-term friends, yeah. or I would be upset when yeah. friends I thought were gonna be there or I was gonna be friends with for a long time stop being friends with mm-hmm. me. But I think it's only recently, as I've gotten older, that I've realized that it's perfectly okay to make friends that you know might only be in your lives temporarily, maybe because of mm-hmm. like location or circumstance. And it's still worthwhile to make those friends, even though you might not see them again or you might not talk to them again. Yeah, I think I can definitely relate because I used to, and I still am very introverted, I think. And I definitely value quality quality over quantity, I think, with my friendships. And so when I was younger, I used to always like have like one or two best friends. Mm-hmm. And we would, like, write, we would buy the, like, best friend, like, books, and, like, write about, like, <laughs> you know, like, do, like, pu- like exercises yeah. together and, like, compatibility and we, like, do everything together. And then for that chunk of my life, I thought this person would, like, be in my life forever, uh-huh. you know? And then... BFFs. BFFs, yeah. yeah. You would have, like, nicknames for each other uh-huh. and, like, code names for guys that you liked in school <laughs> and, you know, all these things. Yeah. And the best memories I had as a kid were like forming these really deep friendships I guess Uh with these other people and when we would go to different high schools for example or we just grew apart because of different interests and Mm -hmm. different levels of like mature not maturity but like different areas that you grow in as you get older like I would get really really sad like I did definitely had some really sad friendship breakups Uh where it took me a month or maybe more to move on from a friendship, Aww. which is, like, weird, because usually that's, like, I guess how people would view, like, a romantic breakup, yeah. but I, yeah, I would... Was there an explicit breakup, or was it more so, like, you realized that you guys were drifting apart, and then that took time to get over? Yeah, I think it's the second, like, you form a lot of memories with someone and then when you see like a meme or something that reminds you of them and you want to send it to them you're like wait like we're not that close anymore or I guess there are certain I guess okay I guess in the past like even though um some of those friendships were like really deep I guess and Mm -hmm. really long I think at some point they did become kind of toxic like Mm -hmm. there were certain things that made the friendship not great anymore Uh and was it hard to let go of those friendships yeah, it's hard to think like, oh, maybe it just won't work out. Mm, I see. Did you, so when you were younger, did you have like a lot of friends outside of those like really close friends or did you put all your like time and energy into like your best friends? I think I put a lot of time and energy into my best friends. Like compared to now, I think now I definitely have like a wider range of friends mm-hmm. and like more like short term or like different levels of friends. But before I didn't really have many like, acquaintance like I don't like more shallow level friends Uh I don't know how to describe it like all of my friends I had when I was younger were like best friends yeah I guess yeah I I don't know why it's changed (laughs) (laughs) Uh uh-huh I think hmm I think for me when I was I I can definitely relate a lot to the going to different high schools I remember like in middle school I had these couple friends I was like super close with And then they all went to, like, the local, like, another school for the special program. And Mm. I was the only one that didn't go. And I was like, oh, it's okay. We'll, like, still call every day after school. Like, you guys will keep me updated Mm -hmm. with, like, what's going on. And then I remember that first week of grade nine when they were, like, really busy making new friends and, like, seemingly, like, 
it seemed like they moved on to mm-hmm. like this new group of people a new mm-hmm. school and then like I remember them not like I think I was the one that kept asking to like call and meet up yeah and then they they just didn't like respond or weren't as enthusiastic and I just remember feeling so sad mm-hmm. during that period of time feeling like they kind of like left me mm-hmm. um so I yeah I relate a lot to those feelings but yeah I think it was like now just recognizing that it was like gonna probably inevitably happen or like they didn't value I guess the friendship as much as maybe I did at the time yeah yeah Yeah, that definitely hurts I can relate on feeling really sad when you see your friends move on to other friends Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a relationship like a romantic relationship (laughs) in a way where exactly like it's like they have a rebound and now (laughs) they're like off spending time with this other person and like doing the same things that you guys used to do together (laughs) you know like like that was our thing (laughs) exactly and then it makes you feel so like was I even special to you Mm -hmm. like I I think I used to feel that way like did we even like like I thought these were things that were unique to us but maybe I don't know maybe not as much as I thought it was yeah I remember in elementary school when like me and my best friend were kind of falling out Mm -hmm. she started or there's this other girl that like really wanted to be friends with her Uh for a really like I could tell that she wanted to be friends Uh with my friend and like I wasn't protective of my friend or anything like they could be friends or whatever but my friend when we were really close would tell me all these things that she didn't like about this girl Uh and then once we started to fall out she started to spend like a lot of time with Uh her and then in my head I was like then why did you tell me about all these things that you didn't like about them and like they would do all these things um together that we used to do like in front of me and I almost thought like is this on purpose like do you want me to feel bad for she trying to make you jealous yeah I think so like looking back probably but at the time I was just like wow like maybe I'm just a bad friend and Uh this other girl can provide Mm -hmm. you with I don't know a better (laughs) friendship yeah but yeah I think that was like probably like one of the first times where I was just like really sad about like Uh a relationship Mm -hmm. I later realized that like there are just certain things that I think did not work out between us in terms of like compatibility and stuff but yeah I think like maybe I was more sad about like being replaced then uh-huh <laughs> yeah oh i see or it was equally like part of it was feeling like i was replaced but also part of it the fact that like we weren't close anymore yeah 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 i feel like friendships are friendships are like all relationships are pretty complicated and complex yeah. and then when you're a kid you're not mature enough to really <laughs> know how to deal with it so yeah. i feel like you it's definitely like easy to hurt other people mm-hmm. unintentionally and also be hurt Um, yeah yeah. I feel like it might be more common amongst girls too where when you're younger you're like that's my friend like (laughs) why Uh are you talking to this other person you're my friend like in reality like why did we think that way I don't know (laughs) Uh but I never recall guys having like drama between friends or anything like they seem to just I don't know hang out with people that they liked and mm-hmm. had a good time with whereas if, I feel like with girls there's always so much drama, drama between like oh why is she hanging out with this person a lot now or why does she not invite this girl to her birthday, birthday. party <laughs> uh-huh the birthday party drama yeah yeah that's I think for because of like the drama when I was younger I had more guy friends than oh, I did really? girlfriends because I was like girls are too much drama yeah um, I don't think I had my first friend that was a girl until I was in grade four mm. or five. Um, so, yeah, it was, I think I, to some extent, I still, sometimes I'm like, friendships with guys are kind of easier. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, like, to avoid all the drama, I think when I was younger, I tended to, like, gravitate towards yeah. making guy friends. Yeah. I think when I was in elementary school, I also had, like, I would say an equal number of girl and guy friends. Uh-huh. But then at a certain point, I think it was, like, the summer of grade 8, when I, w- I was really close with this one girl and these two guys. So it was, like, mm-hmm. two girls and two guys. And we would go to Wonderland, like, every week uh-huh. for, it was the summer between grade 8 and grade 9, so going to high school. Uh-huh. And we spent, like, the whole summer together, basically. Yeah. And at first, it was, like, really friendly. Like, we had a lot of good memories and stuff together. But then, I think at a certain point, you know how, like, you're also going through puberty at uh, that time? Yeah. And I think people started to, like, couple us uh-huh. up. Like, oh, like, like I would do things with this one guy, and she uh, would do things with another yeah. guy, like, subconsciously. And then other people who saw us would, like, ship us together. Mm-hmm. And then I felt really, un- started to really feel awkward, really, or... yeah, awkward and uncomfortable because I just saw this person as a friend. Yeah. And I think that kind of broke my <laughs> friendships uh-huh. with a lot of guys yeah. going into high school. Like, maybe I was just, like, overthinking it. Um, and there wasn't anything there, uh-huh. but like, I think at a certain point in high school, I wasn't sure like if guys were being nice because they wanted to be my friend or if oh. there was other intentions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think around the, I think that there's also like, like if I were to look back at like friendships, there's also like some point in my life where suddenly I like had very few guy friends and a lot of friends that were girls and I think for similar reasons where I think it's just like going through puberty a lot of like changes changes and then there's this you just don't know or (laughs) (laughs) or it just becomes a little bit more awkward to be friends with guys it's like yeah you don't know like if there's feelings involved and like people start ship yeah Yeah. um yeah I think I guess that's pretty common I don't think we've ever talked about this but yeah yeah I think that's that's interesting that that's you also experience that but I feel like now it's like we're at a point where yeah we're mature enough to like be comfortably good mm-hmm. friends with guys and not mm-hmm. think much about it but yeah yeah I also remember that period of time where it was kind of like it was harder or there almost felt like there was like a certain amount of pressure I feel like yeah when you're a friend when you're friends with a guy mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and from a guy's perspective I've also heard that sometimes guys do just want to be friends mm-hmm. But because of that whole, like, stigma around it, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's hard for them to get close to a girl that uh-huh. they want to be friends with without making it seem like they are interested in uh-huh. them. And so some of my guy friends have told me that it's a lot easier to make female friends when they're in relationships yeah. or when they play the, like, gay best friend role, <laughs> I guess. Uh-huh. Um, and that's kind of sad, I guess, because mm-hmm. after I heard that, I realized, like, wow, yeah, like, there were a lot of times where maybe I th- thought I was being hit on but I wasn't Uh maybe girls are just too self-absorbed I don't know (laughs) but yeah I think like knowing that now I'm like a lot more open Um, or I don't think about it as much much. because yeah I guess I I don't know while you're going through puberty you just everything is so exaggerated in your life like when a guy (laughs) starts talking to you you're just like oh my god like does he want to go on a date when like in reality that's probably not the case yeah (laughs) yeah I'm glad that as we've gone older it's been easier for us to have (laughs) friends of both (laughs) genders but I think the I definitely do think it still holds to a certain extent though that it is easier even like from our side too I feel like Mm -hmm. it's easier to be friends with a guy who has a girlfriend yeah then that's true um because there's just more 
there's this, I guess, less uncertainty about maybe where the relationship is going mm-hmm. or what the, the state of the relationship is. I have a question. Uh-huh. Have you ever been friends with a guy and he was, like, interested in being more and you friend-zoned him, but then you continued to stay friends after? <laughs> I have <laughs> Good question. I think because I've been so bad at doing this, because I've lost a few friends, like a few pretty close guy friends because of this, where, yeah, where we were like good friends, and then, yeah, then there were like, I guess, feelings started getting involved, and then because of that, and because I didn't know how to, I think, properly reject someone, I would just start like pulling away from the friendship, I would just start, stop talking to them, like act super cold towards them. I feel really bad, like, when I was doing that, I felt really bad, but looking back, I, like, I am like, wow, I was really, I don't know, I was just really cold towards them. Yeah. Um, I think, like, there's, like, some people that I'm, like, still kind of friends with, but after, like, that happened, it was just different. Mm-hmm. And I think because of those experiences, that's why I've always been, like, wary of getting super close with guys as friends, because I'm like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to accidentally hurt them, or have that situation come up again or lose them as friends Mm -hmm. but now I think I would know better I think how to handle it yeah so do you think you can still be friends with someone after feelings have been involved yeah I think so I think oh wait actually I do have one friend I think that I've successfully (laughs) done this with (laughs) yeah I think I think so you like help set them up with other people (laughs) you help them move on you like I think I think if there's like maturity from their end too then it definitely helps and I I definitely think it's possible I Mm -hmm. think it's just like when neither side really knows how to respond yeah 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 what about you Hmm. I feel like I've done a really bad job of this in the past Mm -hmm. like I definitely get very awkward when I realize that there's feelings involved yeah and especially when it's like I don't have the same feelings Mm -hmm. towards them and I feel really bad because I think in the past I definitely was like I didn't handle it in a mature way Mm -hmm. and I didn't really take into consideration maybe like their feelings what would you like how, how did you respond I guess looking back I there may have been instances where like I could have caught on that they had feelings Mm -hmm. but then I was ignorant towards that and then mm-hmm. that ended up me being like me leading them on for a bit oh. and so when it did happen like I felt really bad or like at the time when it when I told them that I wasn't uh-huh. interested I didn't feel like like I guess I didn't really understand how invested the other person can be in uh-huh. it and the fact that you telling them it's not going to work out or like you didn't have fe- feelings at all uh-huh. like how much that would hurt them mm-hmm. and now looking back like I f- I wish I was more I guess empathetic or Maybe you just responded to it better. Yeah. So yeah. you would explicitly tell them that, like, you didn't like them or you didn't feel the same way? Yeah. I think that's... I feel like that's still, like, a decent response. Like... Yeah. I, I guess, like, the way you went about saying that, I guess, could have been better. But I think it's pretty mature to just even be able to mm. say it. Yeah. Whereas, like, I think I was too scared to tell them that. So... Like, me pulling away, like, me pulling away, like, I would... You would tell them that you have a meeting? 
can't, I can't hang out. Sorry, I'm busy. Like, I would, I think I would go to quite extremes to make them try and not like me anymore. Like, I would be not very nice to them. Or, like, I would, like, I would be a bad friend so they would stop liking me, which is pretty horrible to do. I think I had one instance where it was like that, but it was because, like, I didn't really even want to be friends with this guy. (laughs) In high school, I had this one experience where, I feel like this is now straying into, like, (laughs) a different topic. But last thing before we move on. Um, Mm -hmm. In high school, there's this guy who just would, like, follow me. Like, we were, like, (laughs) semi-close, I guess, but not really. Like, I didn't really see us as friends. And the reason why I didn't want to be friends with him was because I didn't really think he was, like, that good of a person. Uh This is really bad to say, but, like, at the time, he wasn't very immature. Or he wasn't very mature. Uh Uh-huh. And our values were, like, very off. Like, he just did really questionable things. Uh So I was like, I don't really know if I want to be friends with this person. But I think, like, after not, like, just being unresponsive to him, Uh he still, like, would follow me places. And that made me feel really scared. Uh So then I ended up being, like, really mean. a little bit creepy. Yeah. I feel like that was, like, the first time where I was, like, intentionally trying to be mean mean Mm -hmm. to someone. But it was for my own safety, I guess. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Did you ever confront him about his No, I think I'm really bad at confrontation. Mm -hmm. And so I would just tell my friends, like, Uh can you tell him to stop coming to my class? (laughs) Like, he would come to, like, he would come wait for me after class. Yeah. And then I remember when I would, like, get picked up Uh from school, he would always just be there. It was just really weird. It was a really weird situation. I think that, that does... (laughs) <laughs> that does sound actually like a little bit creepy and on the edge of yeah stalkerish, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, maybe moving on <laughs> from this. How did we get to this topic? Um, we started with three things you looked for in oh, a friend. Oh, and then drama, yeah. and then differences between yeah. friendships. With I guess guys. one like follow up question to the three things you uh-huh. look for in a friend. You briefly talked about this when you were talking about your reasons, but are there any like? red flags Mm. or green flags that you can think of when you think of a friend because we normally talk about this in the context of romantic relationships again but Mm -hmm. I think there are probably maybe some similarities or like different things that matter in like a friendship yeah I think the first red flag that comes to mind is people who trash talk or gossip about other people a lot I think as soon as like if a lot of the conversation or a lot of their energy revolves around like talking poorly about other people or just gossiping Mm -hmm. then it makes you wonder like oh like what are they gonna say about me behind Mm. my back so I think that's like something I try and avoid as much as possible oh I think something that I don't think I've encountered this situation that much but I have a friend who's quite good at attracting these type of people and she's like (laughs) recognized it now but people who are very narcissistic or like they only talk about themselves and are very, mm-hmm. like, self-absorbed. So, like, whenever you hang out with them, it's just, like, about mm-hmm. their problems and what's going on in their lives. And they mm-hmm. never ask about you and how yeah. you're doing. Um, I think I've, like, I, like, don't even really get close enough for, to these people to have, to say that, like, I have a lot of friends, like, to say I have friends like this. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like, hearing my friends talk, my friend talk about these friends in her lives and how she, like, decides to cut them out. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, those are people I tend to avoid. Yeah. I guess one thing that comes to mind is 
if they treat you differently when they're around different types of people or oh. if their personality changes. Yeah. Because I've had friends who, when we're, it's, when it's just the two of oh, us, yeah. like, I feel like we connect on a pretty uh-huh. deep level. But whenever they're hanging out with their other friends, they change. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like they treat me differently. Mm-hmm. And that's always, like, a red flag. Yeah. I remember this happening a lot in elementary school where, mm. like, people cared about popularity yeah and then I had like a friend that was like quote-unquote popular and Mm -hmm. then we would be good friends outside of school but in school Mm -hmm. context she would like pretend that she barely knew me Mm. yeah or I guess like in maybe another example that's more recent is if you're at a party or something Mm -hmm. and maybe they know that like you don't like to drink yeah but then when they're in that party situation everyone's like telling you to drink and Uh they're also like Oh. trying to influence you to do something that you they know you wouldn't want, oh. but just to, like, fit in, oh, I don't know, I with the, the crowd. Yeah. That's yeah. a good example. I guess they're not really looking out for you or standing up for yeah. you. Yeah. Wow, friends stand up for you. That's a huge green flag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another green flag. I just uh-huh. realized <laughs> as we were talking about this. I think someone who genuinely like wants the best for you yeah is such a green flag and it's so it's like yeah or it's been easier now that everyone's matured a bit more Mm -hmm. but it's kind of hard sometimes to tell because sometimes like let's say you're both like doing well or succeeding and whatever you're invested in at the time like obviously Mm -hmm. you're gonna be like nice to each other and support each other but in a time where maybe like you're competing for something Mm -hmm. or maybe one person I don't know reaches their goal and then the other one doesn't like does that person now create distance between you guys Mm -hmm. or are they still there for you and do they still want to be friends and are they happy for you yeah like that's a huge yeah it's I know it's hard because I mean naturally as humans we get jealous of things Mm -hmm. right and like if like your friend is like I don't know succeeding in every part of their life and maybe you're just not I don't know like you're just going through a rough time like it can be hard sometimes to like talk to them all the time because Uh like they're gonna like if they talk about all these things going on like it's hard not to compare yeah but I think like in a in a true like good friendship too like that person who is succeeding like they won't want to like intentionally make you feel bad Mm -hmm. for things like they'll I think like they will still believe in you and still try to support Mm -hmm. you in those times um and not make you feel like bad about the fact that you're not I don't know at their level in some areas Mm mm-hmm but yeah, I think that's like one thing that I didn't realize until later, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now let's say we found some great friends with a lot of green <laughs> flags. Um, what are things that you've learned about like being able to maintain these friendships? Has that process been easier or harder than you expected? I think so for some context I think generally my personality is the type that does isn't really scared to reach out to friends so I feel like in some ways it hasn't been too hard to maintain relationships because I know there's sometimes stigma around like oh we haven't talked in a while is it weird if I Mm -hmm. like reach out or like they haven't talked to me in a while so like why should I reach out to them like I know that might be I don't know something that a mindset that someone might have mm-hmm. but I think in my case like I there have been friends where like every time we've hung out it's because I've reached out mm-hmm. um and 
I think, like, those friendships, like, at a certain point, like, they started to fade out because I realized that, like, there wasn't mutual effort yeah. being put in. And that was kind of really sad. But the the friends that, I guess, started to reciprocate the way that I was reaching out to them, mm-hmm. those were pretty easy to maintain. Or, like, I think I don't regret reaching out to people, even if they weren't interested or like even if some of those relationships relationships faded out Mm -hmm. I think it was worth it because I was able to reconnect with some people from high school and stuff who I wouldn't have been able to if I didn't like take the initiative to do that I guess one thing that has been harder though is when you change in terms of like what you're interested in or like your life stage Mm -hmm. and that impacting the relationship I feel like I've or hopefully I've done a good job at maintaining high school friendships, but I do feel like sometimes, like, in the beginning of university, it was really nice hanging out with them to, Mm -hmm. like, get their perspective on things, and I feel like we still, like, a lot of the high school memories and, like, interests and stuff were still similar from high school, Mm -hmm. that it was still enough to, like, talk about things. Yeah. But now, I do feel like, I guess it's slightly harder to empathize sometimes because, the things that you care about are sometimes different from what they care about, mm-hmm. especially now that a lot of our friends in four-year programs have graduated and have now moved on to adulthood. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes hard to, I guess, relate to some of the things yeah. that they're going through. And so as a friend, like I feel like I won't be able to be there for them like I used to, or like they won't be able to be there for me. And that's not because they are being a bad friend, it's just life gets in the way. Uh-huh. Or- but- I guess they can like serve different they serve different purposes now or like what you talk about is different now yeah I find that I find that sometimes it is like like in the past it was easier to just like talk about anything Uh but now I feel like you have to think more consciously to Uh, keep the conversation going sometimes uh if your interests change yeah that's true I think as like your life becomes more different it also is easier to see like which friends I think the first year of university was a really good time to see, figure out which friends from high school or friends from circumstance versus mm-hmm. actual friends and like friends that you had were able to connect with on a deeper level because now you no longer have those same shared experiences mm-hmm. I, like instantly made me drift further from a lot of my friends in high school mm-hmm. what about for you have you found it to be easier or harder to maintain friendships I think I didn't realize until more recently the amount of intentionality that was Mm -hmm. involved in maintaining friends. Like friendships don't just maintain themselves. You have to give it conscious like thought Mm -hmm. to like remember like to check in with people or schedule like time to meet up or hang out. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think once you realize that, if the other person also like puts in about equal amount of effort, it's it hasn't been too difficult so far but I think right now a lot of my friends are still like at a kind of similar stage in life where Mm -hmm. like we're either like still in school or just graduated so I don't know how that will be like a couple years down the Mm -hmm. line but I would say I am pretty bad at texting (laughs) (laughs) Um, every time I go every time you open your laptop I see like a hundred notifications on iMessage or something I'm like Emily (laughs) first of all you're so popular second of all like who are these people that are just being left on (laughs) red oh man yeah 
Yeah, I think I, I just wish I was able to like meet up in person or call people more. Maybe I need to normalize just calling my friends randomly mm-hmm. more. Because yeah, whenever mm-hmm. like I'm texting people like around like, just like general life updates, it's really hard for me to I don't know why. It takes a lot of energy for me to keep up those conversations. And I'm realizing now more and more like how much that like I don't mean it personally that I'm like take a week or longer to respond to you, but mm-hmm. I'm realizing how that can seem to the other person like oh am I not important enough for you to like respond in a mm-hmm. timely manner I I don't know what it is I just like sometimes really can't bring myself like have enough energy to mm-hmm. respond uh, well so I think as soon as like me and like someone else as soon as we're in the same location mm-hmm. like it's really easy for us to pick back up again like I have one friend that I like, didn't really talk to for three years but now like we're both on campus it's mm-hmm. like been so much easier to hang out and then it's like those three years Aww. kind of didn't happen so I need to figure out how to get around this <laughs> how to keep up friendships when we're not in the same location yeah through text that's something mm-hmm. I have yet to figure out yeah I think another green flag you just brought up is when friends just randomly call you mm-hmm. it's so cute like when <laughs> I don't know like they're maybe in the store and they just see something that reminds <laughs> them of you and then they call you or they like take a picture and send it uh-huh. to you I think when people like just randomly call you or text you yeah. with no context um or when they show that they remember certain things about mm-hmm. you and then they like bring it up again in a conversation yeah. like that's a really like from from the receiving end it feels really nice because uh-huh. you're like wow this person like remembers me yeah do you yeah. randomly like do you and your friends randomly facetime or call each other not really not that much but when it does happen it's really nice, nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah i know some people who like yeah. it's like a nor- very normal thing i feel like with my friends it's like we schedule our calls it yeah. takes like a week for us to like figure <laughs> out the schedule but yeah i feel like it would be nice to just like yeah be able to randomly call people at random mm-hmm. times and then yeah but maybe right now, maybe when we're a bit less busy, I guess, with school and stuff, mm-hmm. it'll be more normal. Yeah. yeah. I do send snaps randomly to mm-hmm. people, though. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think I've been told that using Snapchat is, like, an old person thing at this point. <laughs> but I still do it because I think there are certain people who I only keep in touch with your snapchat oh, now mm-hmm. and even if i don't really want the app on my phone i still keep it as a way to like update them yeah. on things it's a low like a very low pressure I yeah. think, way to communicate and reach out to someone yeah yeah i think yeah this reminds me of another point like around social media yeah i was gonna <laughs> yeah say. i think well, well what were you gonna say about um, it um i was gonna say I think the reason why I started using Instagram more uh-huh. recently is because I wanted to maintain friendships. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, well, we both have, like, our views on social media, and I never really used it that much at all in high school and in the beginning of undergrad either. Um, but I kind of liked, like, one of the only things I like about social media is being able to keep up with close friends. Mm-hmm. And then, like, message them about things that happened in their life or, like, update them on things on your end. Yeah. And so I think that's probably, like, one of the only reasons, other than documenting things for myself to look uh-huh. back on, as to why I use social media. hmm Yeah. Yeah. I definitely have FOMO 
sometimes for like those mm-hmm. reasons for when I don't have Instagram and I it's hard for me to know like what people have been up to yeah I think like replying to people's stories or yeah. like are like a pretty good easy way to keep in touch yeah. and sometimes yeah that's like definitely been like I guess the biggest values that mm-hmm. I consider when I do consider getting Instagram I yeah I don't know I still haven't decided if it's worth it or I guess right now my stance is that it's probably still not worth it and there's probably other <laughs> ways to go about mm-hmm. doing that but yeah I've also had people tell me like oh like I've like Emily what have you like when we do meet up they're like what have you been up to like I have no idea what you've been doing with your life in the <laughs> oh. past year because you don't have social media yeah and I, I think like I was like oh like you can just text me and ask me but then they were like oh I don't know that's like that could, that was like kind of weird mm. I was like hmm, I guess that's true mm. But I don't really have a solution to this problem right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, it's so interesting how texting someone is higher barrier than replying to their story. Because I guess you have, like, a starting point for the conversation. Mm. Whereas, like, when you text them, it's like, you ask, like, mm-hmm. where do you even start, mm-hmm. you know? I guess, like, one low lower barrier, I guess, way to just text someone is if it's, like, a holiday or if it's their birthday. Yeah. I think if if anything, like... Texting happy birthday, it does not take <laughs> much effort. I know sometimes, like, if you drift apart, like, it's just hard to, like, keep track of everyone's mm-hmm. birthday. Like, without Facebook, I don't know how I remember <laughs> everyone's birthday. But whenever it's someone that, like, I do, like, I used to talk to or, like, I want to reconnect with, I think, like, texting happy birthday is definitely a very low effort mm-hmm. way to just show them that you still think them. about them. Yeah. Think about them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think one other thing that social media... I can see being really useful for is like knowing where people are mm. like especially if you're like traveling or if you're moving like mm-hmm. you know who's in what city yeah which i yeah which i also sometimes i'm like oh that would like it'd be really cool to be able to meet up with people because yeah. you're like you happen to be in the same place right so yeah i don't know what to do about this problem <laughs> yeah. but i guess speaking about like texting people like things like happy birthday is that a mm-hmm. method you use to like rekindle friendships or how would you go about like if there was someone you didn't talk to in a while mm-hmm. are there things you do to rekindle that friendship like I mentioned before I think I don't really have a problem with reaching out most of the time like with high school friends and stuff usually anytime I'm like back in my hometown mm-hmm. I'll text our group chat like even if the last text was like a year before uh-huh. I'll be like anyone want to meet up yeah, like liking someone's story, mm-hmm. replying to it is pretty easy. I feel like recently it's been a lot of new friendships. Yeah. So it's hard to like create new friendships and rekindle old friendships at the same time. Yeah. I think I did more rekindling <laughs> maybe earlier in undergrad when it was like I was kind of settled into like my friend group uh-huh. in undergrad and then I wanted to know what like my old friends were up mm-hmm. to and I wanted to st- continue maintaining that so I would put more effort in but recently it has been a bit harder I think just because there have been a lot like a lot more people that are new to my life Mm -hmm. and it's hard to build new relationships maintain existing relationships relationships and then rekindle old relationships like you kind of just have to choose what I guess matters to you and also what is easier I know that sounds kind of bad but like what yeah what is easier and what is (laughs) serves you the best of the time yeah yeah I think it's like recognizing that you don't have to constantly be friends with everyone that's a friend yeah and every friendship has your moments where like the seasons of friendship 
where you know like sometimes you might be talking to them like every day yeah. and then you can go a couple months or even a year without talking to them but that doesn't mean you lose them as a friend yeah yeah yeah, sometimes it is sad to see when, like, old friends, like, let's say you have, like, an old friend group, and then over time, maybe you fall out of that friend group, but they are still really close, um, and then you see, like, all the memories that they mm-hmm. still share, it's, like, you, I think you develop, or for me, I experienced some FOMO from that, because mm-hmm. I'm, like, oh, I used to be part of, or I could be there with them, yeah. but, like, I guess we're not as close anymore, or, or like, you're doing new things as yeah. new people. I think before, I used to be more self-centered, maybe, where I was, like, oh, like, they don't want to be my friend anymore, um, like, maybe that's why, uh-huh. but I think re- recently, I've realized that it's, like, a lot of it's on you, too, it's, mm-hmm. like, because you've, you didn't really have time, maybe, for them, like, their other friends did, like, mm-hmm. obviously, they're gonna be closer with those friends, Yeah. so, yeah, yeah. like, circumstance, mm-hmm, So we've talked a little bit about, or in quite a bit of detail about, I guess, making friends, maintaining friendships. Um, and I think one last thing that maybe you can touch on is how to know when it's time to let a friendship go. So mm. you talked about it a little bit at the start, yeah. where, and you talked about like friendships becoming quite toxic and you not wanting to let go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, have you ever had like a explicit friendship breakup in your life? Like, we had a conversation where we sat down and we were like, we're not going to be friends anymore. Yeah, where you, you've been like, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. I don't think so. I'm really bad at confrontation, so <laughs> I don't think there's been an explicit... Or have you had that explicit thought and then intentionally, like, put oh. distance between you and the other person? Yeah. I think that's probably a lot more common. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I guess, like, going back to that one example uh-huh. in elementary school with this really close friend that I had... I remember, because we used to talk, like, every couple hours every day, Mm -hmm. um, even if we weren't in the same class, and we knew, like, everything about each other and what was going on in each other's lives, and then when we had, like, one conflict, I remember not talking to her for a week, Mm -hmm. and that kind of felt like we were on a break, like, (laughs) I was like, oh my god, like, Uh I haven't talked to you in a week, and I thought the friendship was going to be over at that point, but then I remember, and it was over winter break, too, Uh But then at the end of winter break, she texted me, like, a, a Blink-182 song, and uh-huh. it was called I'm Sorry. Aww. And I was like, oh my god, this is the Cute. sweetest thing. Uh-huh. Like, I think, I was just like, wow, like, you, like, were, like, I wasn't the only one that was sad. Uh-huh. Like, you also missed the fact that we weren't friends anymore yeah. for a week. <laughs> and then we ended up being friends again. <laughs> and then it ended up falling out again. After. <laughs> but, like, so <laughs> Yeah, but, like, that that was, I guess, more, more like, explicit. It was, like, we were, like, on a break because mm-hmm. we realized, like, stuff wasn't, mm-hmm. I don't know, compatible or, yeah, there was some toxicity in the relationship. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, other than, like, putting distance between myself and the other person, I've, like, explicitly done mm-hmm. it. What yeah. about you? I think I've done it once when I was young, like, pretty young, like, in grade five. Mm-hmm. But that, that person that I told that I said I didn't want to be friends with them anymore, they told the principal. <laughs> and I got called to the principal's office for bullying. <laughs> okay, it's not that funny. But yeah, the principal was like, you're excluding this person. No. Yeah, there was so much drama with this oh. person. Like, 
like I guess maybe I could have been a bit nicer to her but she was also not very nice to like me and like the other people in our friend group uh-huh. so we basically told her we didn't want to be friends with her anymore and Aww. then she felt left like it yeah for her like she felt left out yeah and then she said we were bullying her and then the like principal forced us to include her every time we <laughs> hung out at recess Aww. so that was like a lot of drama yeah <laughs> like the peak drama of grade five wow. um so since then i have not told anyone i explicitly don't want to be <laughs> friends with them and i think maybe there's only been like one or two other instances where i've like in my mind i've explicitly been like okay i want to like put some distance between me and this person mm-hmm. because like yeah maybe they're like not a great influence in my life or mm. uh, like overall not contributing to it positively mm-hmm but I think most other cases, it's just, like, drifting apart, like, mm-hmm. lives diverging, and you just kind of naturally drift apart, but I would still consider them my, like, friend if they were, if, like, we started talking again, yeah. Yeah. And I also believe in, like, making up with friends again mm-hmm. in the future, too, like, maybe in that period, like, I think in every period of my life, I've been closer with different people, mm-hmm. which is interesting, it just depends on what you care about at that time. Like, maybe there are certain things in your life that are, like, bigger in your life, and this other person can relate to that more, mm-hmm. so you're just closer with them naturally. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that, like, you will definitely lose friendships. Like, mm-hmm. I've been able to reconnect with other friends in, like, few later phases of my life and stuff, so, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I really like the analogy about friendships being seasons because it's Mm. like friendships can be in hibernation mode for a period of time. They evolve and change and like how much they're in your life or not changes. But it's like a very dynamic and Mm. dynamic thing that's constantly changing Mm. and it's okay for it to change. How do you feel about the current state of your friendships in your life? Mm. I think... I've had, okay, I think when I was younger, I used to think you could either have quantity or quality, and that's why Mm -hmm. I only had, like, one best friend, Uh because I was like, I won't have energy to, I don't know, or, like, maybe I had, like, control issues, where I was like, (laughs) I was like, oh, like, if there's more than one of us, then, like, Uh what if the other two get really close or something Uh like that, but, yeah, I used to believe (laughs) that, like, it was impossible to have, like, more than one close friend, Mm -hmm. or, like, you couldn't have both quantity and quality. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I have, like, necessarily both of them right now, but I definitely have, like, multiple really close friends who I go to for different things, but who I all, like, all all of those close friends have those, like, three or four traits that I mentioned in the mm-hmm. beginning where I, like, feel really comfortable with them. Um, we sh- share some similar hobbies or, like, things that, at least, like, topics of conversation that we like to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I can trust them. And I feel energized after, Mm -hmm. like, being with them. Mm -hmm. And I guess one takeaway is over 22 years, I realized, like, how or, like, what makes a good friend. Mm -hmm. Like, realizing those four things and then, like, being able to invest in the friends that have those four traits have made it a lot more successful. Because before, I think in elementary school and stuff, it, it was very, like, oh this person is just in all my classes or out of everyone here they're the most similar to mm-hmm. me so I'm gonna be really close with them but as you get older you also like meet more people and I think um through different experiences and stuff you are able there's like more opportunities or mm-hmm. chances to form friendships and because you know what you want in a friendship it makes it easier mm-hmm. to like 
find the right friends yeah um but also I think over time I've learned like how to maintain friendships better and I guess show um like affection or like thoughtfulness in Mm -hmm. a friendship Mm -hmm. yeah like express that you care about the friendship Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I would say it's I'm pretty happy with Uh my friendships right now um this term so far has been kind of a roller coaster for me and I think sometimes like the silver lining of going through something that isn't ideal is you realize like who your Mm -hmm. close friends are Mm -hmm. and so more recently I've realized like how like grateful I am to have all my friends and like I don't know like just how many people are there for me yeah and I think that also makes you feel like wow like maybe that means I was a decent friend too which Uh is which is a good sign but yeah I think life will always throw things at you (laughs) and like sometimes I don't know stuff will not go will happen the way that you want it to Mm -hmm. it's really prevalent and clear in those times like who your real friends are and also how important it is to have friendships yeah and to maintain them mm-hmm. because if you don't put effort in when you're like in a high for example mm-hmm. and you're really busy then in those low points like people won't be there to support you yeah so friendships are really important <laughs> plus one yeah i think i had the a very similar realization mm-hmm. this year as well where yeah, through like I think through the hard or difficult times when you realize, oh, these are the people that are really there for me, and it makes you really grateful yeah. as well for the people in your life. Yeah, this episode is for all our friends, <laughs> dedicated to all our friends. Thanks for being our friend. <laughs> um, what about you? How do you feel about <laughs> the state of your friendships? I think overall. I feel quite content with I think also like the quantity and quality I think one thing I have been thinking about more is like after graduation Mm. how many people am I gonna still like keep in touch with and Mm -hmm. how many friends am I gonna stay close to so sad no (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think this term and for next term I did I do I think generally want to try and meet more new people and make more new friends to and also hopefully like increase the number of people that I like can confidently say you know like I'll be friends with after mm-hmm. university so I guess maybe in terms of quantity that's something I want to make more of like make more friends I haven't really put in that much effort so far this term but I think maybe as things get less busy in the next two months and then next term I do want to try and make a conscious effort to make more new friends that hopefully I think because of new grad people are going to be in different cities Mm -hmm. so like automatically that limits like the number of people you're going to see regularly by a lot so I just I think want to have a bigger wider net of friends and yeah also be better at keeping in touch Mm -hmm. with some of like the more recent or new friends I've made in the past year I like how you included ways that you want to improve in your reflection. I feel like I didn't say any of that. <laughs> I'm sure I could be a better friend in a lot of ways, too. But I can't think of <laughs> concrete next steps right now. Um, 
Yeah, I guess that kind of wraps up this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Yeah, so we hope you enjoyed listening to us <laughs> kind of talk about a bunch of different things around friendships. Yeah, I think it's friendships are an important topic, a mm-hmm. really crucial part of people's lives that mm-hmm. maybe don't not get the atten- amount of attention yeah. and effort they deserve. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're both really grateful for all the friends in our lives and mm-hmm. the difference they've made and how yeah. they've impacted um, our lives in yeah in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all of this is based off of like our personal experiences too, but I hope one takeaway is that it's important to invest in your friendships. Um, just because you think that like you could go anywhere and you can make friends all the time, like that doesn't mean you your older friends or like your current friends don't deserve like the effort and um, attention like you mentioned mm-hmm. they should. I think it'll serve you well in the long term if you can maintain good love friendships. Um, but they do have their seasons. So mm-hmm. if you break up or you go on a break, that's totally okay yeah. too. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. well. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. New episodes will be coming out bi-weekly on Mondays. Follow us on Instagram at HelloRealWorldPodcast and on Twitter at HelloRealWorld underscore to stay updated. If you have any comments like feedback, topic requests, or anything else, You can leave it in the Google form found in our link tree. Bye!